on Wax 104.5. It's a Monday morning. Good morning to you. I'm Kristen Smith, and I'm not alone. I'm Joe Welke. Well, good, good morning. morning. <laughs> you know, Jill, we've got to talk about this weather. It is snowing outside currently in Eau Claire. My drive-in from Nilsville was one of the most interesting I had. I actually had to stop in Fairchild and scrape off my windshield. My defrost was not even keeping up with it. Mine wasn't either. It's There was some freezing drizzle, some freezing rain. I don't know what it was, but it made everything just a little slick. There was some snow on the roadways yet, so it was hard to see. So if you are getting up this morning and ready to travel, be careful. Slow down. Let those plows get ahead of you and clear that off because it was a little... It was a little sketchy this morning. I had a little white knuckle movement going on. It was definitely a two hands on the wheel day. It was. Definitely no cruise either. Do <laughs> not set your cruise. But it's a tricky day out there. And right now we're at eight degrees. We've got some snow this morning. How much snow did you get overnight? Oh, I think there was a couple inches I trudged through. A couple inches. And that's what we kind of had the last few nights. You know, Friday night we got some, Saturday night, Sunday night into Monday morning. So... Yeah, what do you do? But you know what? Today is going to be a nice day. High of 12. Woohoo! Double Woo-hoo! digits. High of 12 tomorrow. Zero. <laughs> Wednesday, high of 14. So it is definitely winter in Wisconsin. You got to love this kind of weather. What's your favorite time of year, Jill? Summer. Summer? Yeah. You like the heat? I don't mind the heat. I like the spring too, but mud kind of gets to me, so. <laughs> you don't like to, you know, play in the mud and. No, No? we're calving in the springtime, so mud, calves, spring, not so much. That is true. Well, it is a snowy day in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area. Right now it's 8 degrees. We're looking at a high of 12, and tonight's going to get chilly, negative 13, and there is some wind chill advisories that will probably be popping up with that. Tomorrow will be mostly sunny with a high of zero. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Cruzy. Over the last couple years, I've gotten to know Pat and Joy from Northern Cross Arm Company in Chippewa Falls, and they're currently looking to hire some exceptional people. They've got production jobs available currently, and they produce brown, pressure-treated wood. This is a great family-operated company. Get your application in today. I'm Pat Bischel, and I invite you to visit CrossArm.com, the career page, to join us as we begin our 100th year of doing business in the Chippewa Valley. A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. Grace Home Respiratory always has your health and safety as their top priority. Your expert when it comes to medical equipment and supplies. Choose Grace Home Respiratory. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it is a Monday morning, but Jill, I had a very busy weekend. I took down my Christmas tree. Nice. (laughs) 
I, I heard t- there was a little bit of discussion, though, whether you're going to take it all down or... Well, you know, it's one of those things. Do you take down the tree? Do you take down all winter stuff? Do you put up the spring stuff? I took it all down and got rid of it. How about you? Uh, my tree's been out the door for a little while now, and <laughs> I don't really go into the decorating part of things. I let things just happen, and it decorates all what we need. So Nice. On Wax 104.5. Definitely not barefoot time of year out there as we've got snow, cold, and some freezing drizzle. But it is 5 o'clock on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. It's that time of the morning to check in with some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. Free COVID tests are being mailed to homes this week. It's part of a federal program that launched last week. The website covidtest.gov only allows four tests per address. Those who've already placed an order should receive updates from the Postal Service. The U.S. is ordering family members of embassy personnel serving in Ukraine to leave amid rising tensions between that country and Russia. At the same time, as Rafe Sanchez reports, speculation is mounting about what Vladimir Putin's endgame may be when it comes to Ukraine. Britain also accusing the Kremlin of preparing to mount a coup in Kiev. The goal of the alleged plot? To topple Ukraine's democratically elected president and replace him with an ex-politician friendly to Moscow. Police in Wisconsin are hoping for answers today into why six people were killed inside a home. Officers found four men and a woman when they arrived yesterday but confirmed a sixth victim overnight. Investigators are still gathering evidence and say there is no weapon yet. A cruise ship bound for Miami is now in the Bahamas after a federal judge issued an arrest warrant over unpaid fuel bills. Passengers had to be ferried to Fort Lauderdale on Sunday. So that's it. We're leaving the ship. Crystal Cruises' Crystal Symphony changed course after the warrant went out Thursday. The company's being sued by a fuel company for $4.6 million. The nephew of former President John F. Kennedy is being slammed for a speech on COVID vaccine mandates. He suggested they're worse than Nazi Germany because some victims of the Holocaust could escape, but no one can hide now. Even in Hitler, Germany, you could, you could cross the Alps into Switzerland. You can hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. The Auschwitz Memorial fired back at Robert F. Kennedy Jr., tweeting that exploiting the tragedy this way is a sad symptom of moral and intellectual decay, and Frank and most of her family died at Auschwitz. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. And that's a look at some of our morning news this morning. We've got a lot more news coming up, though, Jill. We've got talking about the Wisconsin, our Wisconsin ladies. That's going to be a fun story for a little bit later on. The Wisconsin Corn is pleased to introduce somebody new. We'll be talking about that. And we have a winner. You'll have to tune in. Keep listening in to Wax 104.5 to find out more. And we've got markets, weather, all kinds of good stuff for a Monday morning. The Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo is on the horizon. Boy, I sure hope that you've already registered. CornSoyExpo.org. The dates again are February 3rd and 4th. That's a Thursday and Friday at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. One of the people that's behind the scenes, Dr. Sean Conley, our University Extension Soybean Specialist. Sometimes I think we fail to realize how much information the state of Wisconsin's now generating that really helps farmers beyond our borders. Pretty lucky, Pam. We've, uh, over time, have really built a 
really good team that really works well together. Finding information that is relevant to farmers, and I think that's one of the great things. And We do have that team. Uh, yourself is our University Extension Soybean Specialist. Dr. Damon Smith does a lot of work with regards to plant pathology. Rodrigo Worley on top of the weed situation, and all of you are going to be active during presentations at Corn Soy Expo. Pest management related questions, I think those, those questions will be answered this year at our 2022 Corn Soy Expo. Every year, something is changing. We're learning something more. So if a farmer has attended in the past, they need to remember this is brand new, fresh content. And you're also working to bridge with those farms. You're keying in this year specifically on gathering more artificial intelligence, more digital information from cooperating farms that might be there. That's right, Pam. And I think one of the things we've noticed, you know, last year we tried our best, but the challenge we ran into is you only have an X amount of time. So to get that on a digital platform, getting those direct questions from farmers, kind of dynamic, they hit run and we send them a prescription for that field. That's the goal. And we're kind of already working on that, Pam. The dates again, February 3rd and 4th, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. Do want you to register in advance. You are committed to being there. Cornsoyexpo.org, Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, Thursday, February 3rd, Friday, February 4th, brought to you courtesy of our Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it is a Monday morning and Jill and I have been busy here, us ladies running the farm department. But we weren't the only ladies that were busy. No, we weren't. Wisconsin ladies were still busy in December. Poultry farmers in December reported that the total number of eggs was 183 million, which is down by 4% for the year, but up 2% higher than November. According to the USDA's latest chicken and eggs report, the average number of all layers on hand was 7.21 million and eggs per 100 layers was 2,538 for December. Nationally in December, egg production totaled 9.66 billion eggs with total layers averaging 392 million. Our ladies were definitely busy. I'm kind of hungry for an omelet now. And Jill, we have a winner. The Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmer Program announced that Kyle and Rachel Zwig of Exonia, Wisconsin, were selected as the 2022 Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmer during the 68th Annual Awards this weekend. The Zwigs are the sixth generation on a dairy farm and crop farm also that's been around since 1856. And from our area, Mike and Gina Radetzky were named Outstanding Young Farmer Runner-Up. The Radetzky's farm near Colby, and their farm focuses on custom-raising heifers for area dairy farms and running a small grass-fed beef herd. And Jill, you raise beef also. I do. Well, that's exciting. So we have some great winners from the area here in Wisconsin representing our fine state. It's a Good News Monday. It is a Good News Monday. Excellent. Well, we, hey, we've got to get some weather going here shortly. So we'll be looking into that. It is going to be a snowy morning, so keep an eye on those roads. Cummins Filtration in Nielsville is looking to hire the best. Then, help them to become even better. Being a part of the Cummins family means working alongside today's most innovative thinkers. And Cummins products are truly everywhere, from Indiana to the UK and beyond. Cummins is currently recruiting for second and third shift general assembly workers and material handler shipping coordinators. You can apply at careers.cummins.com. 
They offer exceptional benefits, medical, dental, vision, paid vacations, and sick time from day one. For more information, contact Autumn at 715-743-9694 or careers.cummins.com. Unleash the power of your career with Cummins Filtration. Making people's lives better by powering a more prosperous world. Apply now. Careers.cummins.com. Cummins Filtration is an equal opportunity employer. Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation have been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And taking a look at some weather this morning. It looks like we're going to have a decent day, partly cloudy day with a high of 12. Tonight is going to get chilly down to negative 13 tomorrow a high of zero so bundle up but it's going to be mostly sunny now tuesday night super cold negative 20 degrees so make sure if you're out and about you have your boots mittens extra blankets all kinds of equipment and then wednesday looks like it's going to warm up to high of 14 partly cloudy day and wednesday night 13 for a low Temperatures around the area right now, we've got 12 degrees in La Crosse, 6 in Cloudy and Marshfield. Green Bay is at 10 and some snow. Rice Lake is 6. Wausau, 6 degrees. We've got Medford at 3 degrees. Madison at 12. Milwaukee at 13. And right here in the Eau Claire area, we're at 8 degrees. We've got markets coming up next, and those markets will be brought to you by... Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Markets are brought to us by Rural Mutual Insurance. Let's roll with what our livestock markets. Choice fed beef steers are 129 to 142 and a half, with mixed at 115 to 128. Choice fed beef heifers are 130 to 143, with mixed at 104 to 129. Choice fed Holsteins are 108 to 120 and a quarter, with selects at 79 to 107. Cows are 42 to 61 with a top of 62 to 70 and a half. Bulls are 54 to 95. Butcher hogs are 35 to 54. Sows are 40 to 47. Boars are 15 to 19. New crop market lambs are 115 to 227. And feeder lambs are 250 to 250 to 390. Thanks so much, Jill. And looking at the Mercantile Exchange, your live cattle for February is at 137.92, that's down 40 cents. April's at at 142.10, that's down a dollar 7. June is at 137.30, down also a dollar 7. 
Feeder cattle for January is at 160.27, down 90 cents. March is at 163.30, down $1.65. April's at 168.12, down $1.40. Lean hogs for February is at 86.20, that's up $1.27. April's at 94.95, up 95 cents. And May's at 98.92, up 87 cents. And looking at the Chicago Board of Trade, we've got your March corn is down two at 616. March oats up 12 at 635. March beans down a penny at fourteen thirteen. March soybean meal is down one at three ninety two a ton. March wheat is up nine at eight oh three. Looking at the dairy side, barrel cheese down a half a cent to a dollar eighty one and a quarter. Your blocks are down three and three quarter cent to a dollar eighty and three quarters. Your double A grade butter is up three and a half cent to two ninety three and a half. And your class three futures for January are up four at twenty twenty nine. February took a hit. Plug your ears down thirty two cents to twenty fifty four. March turned it around though, came up six to twenty one seventy five. April's up six at twenty one fifty three. May down four at twenty one twelve. And the markets were mixed through two thousand and twenty two. That's a look at your morning markets this morning. Again, brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And just another reminder: Farm Technology Days in Clark County is coming up. What is it now? One hundred and seventy days away or so. And we've got some music coming in. Mr. Sawyer Brown, Joe Nichols, and a whole lot of fun. I'm into Loyal, Wisconsin, July 13th. There's a speed zone ahead, but all right. I don't see a cop inside. Six days on the road, and I'm going to make it home tonight. You know, I always like that upbeat music in the morning. You know, we've got barn chores to do. You might as well, you know, we've got snow. You know things are going to be frozen. You know they're going to be slushy and slippery out there. Let's have some fun before we go to work. You bet. Let's jump around and get warmed up, too, with this cold. (laughs) We have been jumping around this morning. Well, the Wisconsin Pork Association is once again offering youth pig scholarships to assist 4-H and FFA members in their swine projects. 4-H and FFA youth are eligible to apply for a $50 scholarship for the 2022 pig project. Applications need to be emailed or postmarked no later than February 1st. You know, that's only a week and a day away. Eight days from today, it's got to be there. Yeah, I know. That's the day Bob comes back, too. Oh, yeah. I hope it's super cold. <laughs> you know it's going to be. He's going to be here for a couple weeks and then gone again. It's going to be like know. the coldest couple weeks we have. I know. And usually, I don't know, for me, it seems like after Valentine's Day is when it gets really cold, too. Yeah, well, it all depends on if you have a good Valentine. Oh, I don't know. I've got my kids. They're always snuggly. <laughs> I like them. They're always good. (laughs) My husband, on the other hand, he'd probably put his cold hands on me. (laughs) Well, at least there's a little consistency in your world. Yes, exactly. The one likes to snuggle. The other one likes to stick. You know, you know how it is. You go outside, you do a shovel, you come in, your hands are freezing cold. Yep. Right on the legs, the back, the arms. It just, oh. Yeah. He just wants to share. Oh, yeah. He's super sharing. (laughs) Well, it is a busy morning here at Wax, and we're going to be hearing... From Jill, you actually had an interesting story. Tell me what we're going to be hearing about next. We're going to hear about Chippewa Valley Bean. Ooh, Chippewa Valley Bean. They're just like in our backyard, and it's hard. It's amazing to believe that they're in our backyard, and I've been talking about it since I went and interviewed. They are the biggest exporter of kidney beans in the world. And right here in the Chippewa area. Right in the Chippewa Valley. They export to over 30 different countries. Wow, that's exciting. And we're going to hear about that next. Yes, we are. Excellent. Well, we're going to be hearing about the kidney bean world. So we'll be hearing about that 
So keep the station where it is. We've got a lot more coming up. At Gateway Church, we want you to know that no matter what you're walking through or where you've been, that there truly is hope. Are you needing encouragement, healing, fresh vision for your life, or a touch from heaven? We invite you to Hope Weekend, January 28th through the 30th. This is a power-packed weekend with four guest speakers where we believe God is going to move and bring hope to those who need it. Join us at Gateway Church on Friday night, January 28th, and Saturday night, January 29th at 6.30 p.m., and then two services on Sunday, January 30th at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. It's open and free to anyone. In a time when fear and despair are running rampant, God is releasing hope. Bring yourself, bring your friend, bring your family, and be ready for a life-changing event. You want assurance that your home, farm, and family has the coverage and protection it needs to get through whatever life sends its way. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance offers insurance for your farm, home, seasonal, and now your local mutual insurance leader for service and stability offers coverage for your auto. McMillan Warner has been protecting your property for over 120 years, and now you can get that same peace of mind coverage with your auto insurance. To find out more, go to McMillanWarner.com and search for an agent near you. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, there's nothing warm you up faster on cold January days than a nice hot bowl of soup. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I don't care what you put in it. I'm a fan of chicken noodle, a little beef stew, but I'll tell you what. Pea soup, a little bean soup, you toss in some nice ham. Ooh, that'll help. Take away that chill. And what many people may not realize is when you open that bag of beans to put them into the soup, well, they might have come from just down the road. Like I said, fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee, the southern end of the world's longest barn. We're not necessarily in the bean-growing business at last, not edible beans. But, Jill, boy, you have the winner from around the world right in your backyard. Yes, I do, Pam. This is Jill Welke. From the northern end of the world's longest barn, I had the privilege to visit with Charles Watsmith, Waksmith of Chippewa Valley Bean. They are the largest exporter of kidney beans in the world. They send to over 30 countries, and I was lucky enough to get in on their open house that they had with and tour the plant. Charles, what was up? Tell me about your company. Today we're at Chippewa Valley Bean Company with Charles Walksmith. He is the vice president and he's going to fill us in on some information and background on Chippewa Valley Bean. Good morning. Yes, like you said, my name is Charles Walksmith and I'm a vice president here at Chippewa Valley Bean. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with us, we are the largest processor and exporter of kidney beans in the world. So about 50% of what's produced in the United States, um, comes through our plant. And if you look at worldwide numbers, we handle about a third of all kidney beans worldwide. Um, We are a family operation. My grandfather founded the organization in the early 70s. We actually grew our first uh, crop of kidney beans in 1969. So we're pretty pretty pleased about being over 50 years in that. It's exciting. It's exciting what we do. my job and our job here is is to provide the best quality kidney beans in the world and, and 
so we'll go from there. So you've had a little bit of practice starting over 50 years ago. A little bit, yeah. We started as an operation to process the kidney beans we grew on our own farm. And over the years have expanded to um, now our largest growing production area is in Minnesota. But we're working with Wisconsin growers. We're expanding into the Central Sands. We want to find more growers in the Chippewa Valley as well. And that was one of the topics that I was told to ask about to find out if you are finding enough growers within the area to help you out. Well, we're always on the hunt. I mean, I, I hope everybody's listening to Wax in the Morning to, to hear our ads, looking for new growers. I take pride in writing those. Um, and, and we encourage everybody to give us a call. It's not an easy crop to grow. It has its challenges, especially on the harvest side, but it does realize a good return on investment. So along with looking for enough growers, do you think you're going to be able to find enough to cover your future needs? Looking forward, that's always the goal. Over the past several years, we've had a strong growth plan, and we've been looking to find the acres to fill that, to fill world need for kidney beans. You know, one thing that we're seeing happening, though, with this year, with the rise in input costs and high prices and competitive crops like corn and soybeans, that maybe this year we will not get the acres we need. So if we don't do that, then how do we expand our efficiencies here to be to be a more more nimble beast to uh, keep our our place in the world markets? That said, that said, we're always looking for new partners. I mean, if you if you if you're interested in kidney beans, give us a call. If we can't do it this year, we'll get it done next year. You mentioned that it's not an easy crop to grow. Tell me some of the challenges that come along with growing kidney beans. That really boils down to the harvest. So when you think of the kidney bean and you open that can of bush dark red kidney beans or another label and you pour it out and you see that field of mahogany colored beans, you don't want to see a nick in it. You don't want to see any of that white to the meat of the bean. So that's what we call a skin check. So the value in a kidney bean comes from a whole intact skin. So if you're going to do it with conventional harvesting equipment, you need to do a small amount of acres. You need to slow that piece of equipment down and you need to get it right at the right time. The vast majority of kidney bean growers actually use a specialty bean harvesting combine. In fact, we can help our growers source those when they're ready. Right now in the United States, the main brand is called a picket. It is a pull-behind that treats those beans well. Even if a producer decides to grow some kidney beans, you guys are still out there helping them out to finish the process so you end up with the beans that you need. Yes, well, we're always helpful along the way. We have three agronomists on staff to help our growers realize their best crop. And we are looking at custom harvesting operations. This is something that might get off, that will get off the ground this year. It's going to be a learning step for everybody involved. But we understand that the harvest is the most difficult part, so we're looking to figure out how we can be most helpful at harvest time. Tell me about some of the challenges that you faced this year. I heard that those tariffs on the steel and aluminum were a little bit tough for finding new equipment. Well, the, the tariffs were tough on a number of different levels, from the increased cost of steel for capital inputs and for new equipment to when, when the United States levied the steel and aluminum tariffs on the EU, the European Union retaliated with a tariff on a number of goods. The ones that really affected Wisconsin were motorcycles and kidney beans, and I think they were on cranberries as well, and even ginseng. But, of course, I know the kidney bean tariff the best. So that was a 25% tariff into our largest market. It meant that our competitors worldwide in Argentina and our friendly neighbors in Canada could sell their crop 
at a higher level and realize better prices than our growers here in the United States. Luckily, um, the current administration negotiated a two-year lifting of those tariffs. So as of January 1, we're now selling tariff-free back into the United European Union, and we're very excited about it. Did that come along with some of the new trade ambassador deals? Yeah, we, the president of our organization, Cindy Brown, did meet with ambassador, USTR, trade representative ambassador, Ty, along the way. And we know that that office of the trade rep did some wonderful things. I'm really impressed with the current administration's desire to open markets back up, to discuss trade agreements again, and um, to really get goods moving, especially from the state of Wisconsin. Chippewa Valley, traditional markets? Traditional markets, we do um, have a strong domestic market here in the United States. Like I mentioned with our good friends at Bush Brothers, they can down in Augusta, Wisconsin. We also work very closely with groups like Seneca down in Janesville, Lakeside, Faribault, all the local guys we're working with. And are you looking into new markets yet? Yeah, actually, we're always looking into new markets. One of my... One of my goals a couple of years ago was to start looking more at the Asian markets and then COVID hit. So that has been put on a back burner. I'm looking at maybe in March, making my first trip to Asia in two years to South Korea and Vietnam to see what the markets there can be. So we're always looking to expand, expand our reach. So even COVID slowed you down for finding new markets? COVID, well, the travel shutdown is, is greatly impacted on what we can do in exploring new markets. It's made it difficult to see our, our existing contacts and old friends within the industry. And just on a, on a supply side and on a production side, you know, trying to keep our employees safe and trying to make sure that our workforce is strong and, and how you balance that with, you know, needs of production versus needing somebody to stay home for 10 days to make sure everybody else is safe. It's been a difficult time. And especially as you look at one of the main difficulties we've had this last year is shipping and how tight containers are. You know, we're doing everything we can to get containers here and then to get them to the rail yard in Minneapolis so they can go to the port. But even right now, CP, Canadian Railways, has shut down, shut us down for a week. We cannot ship any containers to Montreal, which is our largest port of export. And it's it's just been a challenge. We try and ship containers down to Chicago and they get snarled up there. The West Coast is, is ridiculous with their backups. It's um largest single challenge to our organization right now is shipping. Do you feel like the shipping and your market have made the cost of your product go up? It has. Having to reroute shipping, having to bring containers up from the Chicago container yard, all of that has impacted our price. It has it's forced us to squeeze our margins. It's just been difficult. And one thing we're, we're looking at is this is not going to go away. This is not, uh, there's no quick fix to this. It's going to be a continuing problem. You know, I looked at everything as we were coming into the holidays this year and needing to buy presents for family and my daughter and whatnot. And I was I was looking at this even back in July and saying to everybody, go buy your presents now. It's just going to get bad. And as we've watched that, climb on a little bit of a soapbox here, but shop local, don't buy online, go get the stuff at the store because anything we can do to relieve this, this global things, we can all be making small decisions that hopefully help reduce the tightness of the shipping problem. And that is really interesting. I like how he said, you know, go into the stores. I actually prefer that versus buying online. You never know what you're going to get. Well, now that I come to Eau Claire all the time, I go into the stores. Yeah. 
it's just nice. You walk into a store, you get to see things. I think you actually, <laughs> don't tell my husband, I think I buy more when I go into the store versus online. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard sometimes. I'm like, ooh, that's a little bit much. So then I pull my cash out and I'm like, okay, he won't know. <laughs> I got it on sale, honey. Oh, but no, that was an interesting interview with Chippewa Valley Bean, the, what is it, the world's largest producer of kidney beans? Yes, the world's largest ex- exporter of kidney Ooh, beans. Very good. And they, su- they supply the United States, they bushes beans down in Augusta. They nice. supply all their beans and they supply over 50 different places in the United States they supply beans to. Well, that's exciting stuff. And we've got more coming up that's going to be exciting. We've got Rocky Olson from Premier. He's going to be coming in next with Markets. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Happy New Year to you and yours from the gang at Chippewa Valley Bean. Let's make 2022 a great year with a crop of dark red kidney beans. Kidney beans, you know, are a high-value crop with a great return on investment and a great addition to any rotation. Chippewa Valley Bean would like to work with you in 2022 to bring value to your operation with a crop of dark red kidney beans. If you want to talk about what Chippewa Valley Bean can do for you, give Ben, their agronomist, a call at 715-556-1930 or find them on the web at cvbean.com. That's cvbean.com. Hurlbird Heating and Plumbing is hiring right now for HVAC and plumbing service techs in the Eau Claire, Menominee, and Hudson areas. Along with the best training and great benefits, Hurlbird provides you with a brand new fully stocked van that you take home at night. You're dispatched right from your home each morning and you end your day right back at home. It's time you feel good about who you work for. Become part of the best rated HVAC and plumbing company in West Central Wisconsin. Join the Hurlbird team. Call or go to hurlbirdhp.com to apply. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to take take a look at those morning markets. And we've got Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning, Kristen. So we were just talking. The roads are going to be a little hectic. We had some freezing drizzle this morning. Now snow, so be careful if you're out and about. Don't sound like any fun. No, it doesn't. Especially hauling cattle. That's going to be kind of hectic too with the cattle trailers and yeah slow down give everybody extra room this morning all right will do sounds good well hey rocky catch us up what's going on over at premier uh thank you Kristen. good morning everyone uh this is how last week's market shaped up here at premier livestock we did sell right at three thousand head last week on the fed cattle strong trade high choice and prime holstein steers 114 to 125, low choice and selects 105 to 113, choice beef steers and heifers 112 to 128. Market cows traded stronger, high yielding cows 57 to 78, most cows 46 to 56. Uh, market bulls high yielding 83 to 99 lower yielding 82 and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday. Most cows traded from 70 to 90, with those high-yielding heavyweights 90 to $1.10, low-yielding lightweights 69 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves very strong last week, mostly from 85 all the way up to $200 per head. Beef calves 150 to 450, Holstein heifer calves 10 to 40. Uh, last week we had our feeder cattle uh, special. Uh, that was last Tuesday. We sold uh, 750 head of feeder cattle. 
Uh, new crop beef calves mostly 130 to 175. Lightweights 180 to 210. Yearlings mostly 125 to 160. Holstein steers, uh, most of them uh, bringing from 90 to a dollar 25 per pound. Wednesday we had the dairy cattle auction. We had exceptional quality dairy cattle. Top Supreme fresh cows 1800 to 3000. Top spring and heifers 1700 to 2250. This week we got a very large dairy cattle auction. We're expecting 350 head of dairy cattle. We got a herd of 135 Holstein Parlor freestall cows, several top loads of fresh two and three year olds, over 125 head of spring and heifers. Uh, that uh, dairy cattle auction, like I said, will be this coming Wednesday. Uh, best selection around anywhere. Next special feeder cattle auction will be February 1st. And we have our machinery auction coming up March 25th. Nationwide buyers, proven results, tremendous demand for your used equipment. Questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Check out our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And that's the way it's shaped up, Kristen. Sounds good. Well, if you're out and about, Rocky, be careful on the roads this morning and have a great week. You too. Thank you. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. And now it's that time of the morning. Let's check in and see if our Skywarn 13 meteorologist is available, Mike Dandry. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Kristen. How are we doing? We are doing okay, but you know, the drive-in this morning, was there some freezing rain, freezing drizzle, freezing snow? My whole windshield was ice. Well, what happens typically with that is if you had, did you drive like later yesterday, kind of in the afternoon, in the evening time frame? Yeah, a little bit. It was like 4 o'clock. So if you have your defrosters on and it melts some of that snow and then you have those cold temperatures move in like we've had, it'll refreeze that and it'll just kind of stay on your windshield there. It won't like come off if you don't get all of that moisture off of your windshield. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so that, that happens to me more often than it should. <laughs> <laughs> well, catch us up. What are we looking at today and coming up this week for weather? We can expect that snow to continue tapering off throughout the day, but otherwise kind of cloudy start, but then clouds start to clear out. Not going to warm up very much today, kind of getting into about the low teens, but otherwise tonight will be mostly clear, but the bottom really falls out on our temperatures. We can expect to get in about the low teens, or excuse me, mid-teens below zero. Windchills as low as 25 below two, and that's prompted windchill advisories issued by the National Weather Service. Those are starting tonight at 9 and in effect until 10 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. Tomorrow, be sunny, but man, oh man, is it going to be cold. Might even struggle to get above zero, maybe just a couple degrees, but windchills as low as nearly 30 below. And then tomorrow night, about the coldest temperatures we can see with mostly clear conditions. Lows in the 20s below zero and a light northwest wind too, so it's going to make it feel just downright cold. But right now in Eau Claire, 8 degrees. Currently, I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike Dandria. Well, Mike, thank you so much. And, you know, can we, like, get an order form from you and order warmer weather? <laughs> like, get summer here sooner? Well, you know what? Mother Nature's been giving me the cold shoulder lately. Oh, so, oh. that's good. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, Mike, we're going to let you slip back into work, oh. and we're going to move on here. All right. You have a great day. Thanks so much. That's our Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike Dandry. And your Skywarn 13 weather this morning is brought to you by Mark Court Motors. Mark Court Motors would like to thank their valued and loyal customers, their hardworking employees, and the surrounding community for making Mark Court Motors the largest General Motors dealership in the state of Wisconsin. And we've got a look at some news this morning. We've got Morgan McCarthy coming in. She's got our morning news. And Morgan, what's going on? 
Good morning. Plugging back into a new week, we start with headlines in our area in Jackson County where three people lost their lives after a deadly crash there. Just after 1.30 a.m. over the weekend Saturday when the Wisconsin State Patrol and the Black River Falls Police Department responded to a car versus semi crash on Highway 54 near Andrews Road. The initial investigation indicates a semi was leaving a parking lot attempting to cross Highway 54 and the semi unit crossed the roadway when three people in a westbound vehicle on Highway 54 then struck the Trailer. Upon arrival, responders discovered three in the car were deceased. The crash remains under investigation by the Wisconsin State Patrol. Well, there will be federal funding flooding in for Arcadia. Representative Ron Kine announced the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers received $5.3 million in infrastructure law funding, and that's to continue work on the flood risk management project in Arcadia. That'll provide long-term flood risk reduction for a central business district in the area. That'll be building levees, flood walls, channel modifications, that sort of thing as well as closure structures. There's another hat in the ring on the political stage and another Democrat running for Congress in western Wisconsin. With 715 Newsroom coverage, John DeMaster fills us in. Dr. Mark Newman, a retired pediatrician, jumped into the race yesterday. He says he wants to focus on health care, the environment, security, and justice. He's the fifth Democratic candidate to join the race to replace Ron Kind. There's just one Republican, former Navy SEAL Derek Van Orden. I'm John DeMaster. And in other political news, in case you missed it, heading into the weekend, former Altoona Police Chief Jesse James moving from the Assembly to the Senate if he has his way, announcing a run for the seat that Kathy Brunier will not be seeking re-election for. Probably still a few wounds being licked around the state after that loss on Saturday. Uh, Aaron Rodgers saying, well, he's thankful for the team this year. Super disappointed, uh, bummed out, frustrated with how I played, frustrated with how it ended, but still deeply grateful for uh, this season and these guys. And what about Coach LaFleur? Obviously, I didn't do enough to get our team prepared to win a football game. And certainly when we only scored 10 points offensively, I, I, I put that all on myself. I got to be better than that. Kicking it back to the QB, Roger says he's surprised too, just like a lot of fans right now. Yeah, I mean, a little, a little numb for sure. Didn't think it was going to end like this. Uh, you know, disappointed in the offense. 10 points, obviously not enough. It's probably how a lot of fans felt uh, after standing outside to watch that game. Yeah, I mean, a little, a little numb for sure. And from here in our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date with Kristen Jill and the Midwest Farm Show. And just after six, Alex comes in and tries to, well, heat us up on this Monday as all cheeseheads are feeling, well, a little moldy. We're here with you on Wax 104.5. Now that is definitely sure. I think us cheeseheads are a little bit moldy. Jill, did you watch that game on Saturday? I did not. I went and babysat my granddaughter. Oh, you know, I, I tried not to watch it and I would walk by and you just see it. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I just had to leave the room because I'm thinking it's got to be me. So I just glanced and left and pretty soon I just gave up and I'm like, oh, it was kind of disappointing. They didn't really bring their A game or B game. They kind of brought their F game. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. They were they right down failed. in the F game. Oh, it was it was a tough game. But you know what? The 49ers showed up. I mean, I am a Packer fan, but the 49ers brought it, and they came to win and came to play. They did come to play. That's for sure. Well, there's always next year. Maybe next year we'll get lucky. <laughs> you can always hope, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, we've got to check in with more markets this morning, Jill. Let's head over to the Equity El Tuna Barn and check in with Jim Lindsay. 
This way, the market closed the equity L2 on Tuesday, January 20th. Choice beef steers and heifers, $1 to $1.25. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, $1 to $1.20. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.10 to $1.20. Choice Holstein steers, $91 to $1.09. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, 90 and down. Top 20% of the cull cows sold from 53 to 60 with a top of 64. 60% of the cows sold from 42 to 52. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 41 and down. Organic market on Tuesday, top 80% of the organic cows sold from 75 to 95. The bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 74 and down. Cold bulls sold from 60 to 80. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $140 per head. Lent pork quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $240 per head. Our next special feeder sale is Friday, January 21st. Starting at noon, we are expecting around two to 300 head of feeders for that sale, as well as some bred beef cows. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. You too, Jim. Thank you so much. And now we're going to head over to the Stratford Equity Barn. And check in with Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Kristen, and a very good morning to you and Jill. As we uh, enter the last full week of January, I guess the talk is of weather. And like the weather, the gentleman was telling a little bit before, some colder weather coming yet. But, uh, well, like I said, we're in the last full week of January, so things are looking up. Days are getting a little longer. But I guess uh, when you're marketing livestock this week, just kind of pay attention to the forecast and market accordingly because we live in Wisconsin. It's not unique to us. Exactly. It is going to be cold tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Well, it's. <laughs> well, I guess it all gets kind of relative. You know, are you five above or ten below? Or you know, it's. I guess you know, it's just cold, but we're used to it. Yeah, and you said we you're you're always. in a heat wave over by you this morning. Yeah, in the house here. Yeah, nice and warm <laughs> in the house. Yeah, nice and warm in the house. That's what mine is too. I mean, we're in a building, so it's warm, but outside is a little chilly. Yeah, I was. Uh, I haven't been out yet. Obviously, I got a lot of running around to do today, and uh, I was kind of listening before uh, our, the the gentleman was talking about freezing rain. I mean, uh, I don't know if that. Uh, look, I was looking on the radar. Everything is kind of. One to the southeast, so maybe that's going to be an event for those folks. I don't. We should be done with all that around here, though, huh? Yeah, I I haven't looked outside for about a half an hour or so, but this morning it was a little tricky coming in. But what do you do? Well, you... It's Wisconsin. Slow down. Give everyone space and make it there safe. Well, Jerry, well, I guess it's a that busy. That and with that, I will. Uh, um, the uh, sales schedule for this week here at Equity Stratford and Jill and uh, you and Kristen. Uh, good morning and thank you. Like I said, full marketing week here at Equity Stratford uh, this week. Of course, on Monday, auction does morning at 9.30 a.m. We sell market cows this morning, also fat cattle, bulls. Our baby calf auction is at 11.30. And, uh, well, uh, very strong demand on the good quality bull calves and beef calves last week. And we look for a fully steady market on cows also. So, again, we'll see how things transpire this week. Tomorrow, Tuesday, it's, we start at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning with the hay and straw auction. As part of that hay instruction tomorrow, we do have a consignment of large square bales of wheat. Uh, so that's, uh, if somebody's looking for that, we'll have part of that. That'll be part of the sale tomorrow along with the hay. So again, that'll be 10 o'clock tomorrow for the hay auction in Stratford. 11 o'clock tomorrow will be the market auction. Or on Tuesday, we do sell organic market cattle. So keep that in mind every Tuesday. Our Wednesday auction starts at 10 o'clock, full marketing day every Wednesday. Uh, 
with uh, fat cattle, baby sheep, hogs, and goats, along with the market cattle. Cattle auction is a noontime start. Thursday auction does start at 11 o'clock. So again, like I said, a full marketing week. We said at the top, it's a uh, old, um, you know, some days are going to be worse than others. So again, use common sense when you're marketing. But again, we'll be here four days this week. Uh, for your convenience to market your livestock. And we'll be back here um, morning to give an update on today's sales activity. But again, uh, uh, says folks, drive careful and with the cold weather. And uh, I think um, for us weather gurus that like statistics, isn't, uh, I think, uh, the end of this week, I think, is when the average high temperature and average low temperature begin to go up. You know, maybe you guys can check on that. Well, we can check on that tomorrow morning, yeah. Okay, well, in the meantime, you ladies have a nice day, and uh, folks out there, enjoy the day. Like I said, we'll be back here tomorrow morning to give an update on today's market activity. Sounds good, Jerry. You have a good one, and be safe out there. You bet. Thank you. You also. Thank you. There he goes. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. We've got more markets coming up next. We'll have Michelle from Treen Livestock. Agriculture, the heart of Wisconsin's economy. And at Citizen State Bank of Loyal, it's the heart of our business. I'm Darla Sikora, one of the team of ag loan officers at Citizen State Bank of Loyal. We specialize in financing dairy farms. We can analyze your current situation and then customize a financial package that works. We are an FSA preferred lender, a Farmer Mac approved seller. If you farm, let's talk. Citizen State Bank of Loyal, Granton, Nielsville, Spencer, and Marshfield. We finance Wisconsin agriculture. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation have been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to check in with some more morning markets. We're about 13 minutes before the 6 o'clock hour. Let's head over to Tureen Livestock and check in with Michelle. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning, Kristen. So do we want to talk about Saturday or no? Oh, I thought the better football games were yesterday. <laughs> I can't believe how Saturday night. I, it, honestly, it's almost like you felt like you were in a bubble, like this can't possibly be happening. It started out so good, but it ended so bad. Yeah, so, it was a tough game. And I don't know. I mean, the 49ers brought their A game. They came in, they came to play and to win. I just think... I. You know, I hate it, and I mentioned it before, and of course some sports commentators mentioned that as well. For some odd reason, when the Packers have the first playoff game, you know, as a bye, you don't have to play it, I we just never do well. No. And I would rather we would have been a wild card, went in, and just fought all the way through and won it. But that's okay. I'm rooting for the Rams now, so hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully they win. Yeah, they had an interesting game. I was hoping they would win over Tom Brady. He's got enough rings. I don't even think he has fingers for all of them, so he can retire. I know. It would have been, I mean, it would have been cool for the age thing for him, but I just, I... I like Matthew Stafford, and I love Cooper Cup, so I was so excited (laughs) that they won. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, 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 he's a great player. Yeah. (laughs) I just love how you say that, and I love... (laughs) Well, hopefully your husband isn't tuned in this morning. He didn't hear that. so <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Michelle, catch us up. What's all going on over at Tureen Livestock for Markets? All right. Thank you, Kristen. Summing up the week of January 17th at Tureen Livestock Market. In the Slatica Market, we tapped at 73 and a half. 
85% of the cows, so from 45 and above. Market cows were 57 to 70, low-yielding cows 46 to 56, and in wheat cows 45 and lower. And the Holstein steer market choice in prime, 102 to 121, selects were 98 and down. Four beef type steers and heifers choice, 104 to 125, selects were 101 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 66 to 79, with utilities at 63 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from $70, $256 per head, lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $25 per head, beef beef cross calves, $80 to $285 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were $46 to $52, sows were $38 to $48 and a half, boars were $16 and below. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For today's sale, we have a consignment of nine 250 to 300-pound butcher hogs. If you have any questions or need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tnlabsorp.com. For all the future and livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a great day. You too, Michelle. Take it easy out there if you have to travel today. Be careful. There's snow and a little bit of slickness. Yeah, too bad. Oh, well. It's, it's winter, Wisconsin. right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Take well, have care. a good one. You too. You too. There she goes. That's Michelle over at Train Livestock with a look at our markets. And we've got some weather coming up and we've got some markets coming up. That's happening next. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to talk to Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. Call Christensen Sales in Abbotsford at 715-223-6345 if you want to have an auction. They'll line it up for you, and don't forget it, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, they're now offering live online bidding options as well. Your complete auction facility, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, 715-223-6345. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And if you're just getting out and about in the barn this morning, getting ready to do those chores, we've got your morning markets. We on the Chicago Board of Trade, we got March corn down two at 616, March oats up 12 at 635, March soybeans down a penny at 1413, March soybean meal is down one at 392, March wheat is up nine at 803. Looking at the dairy side, barrel cheese down a half a cent to a dollar eighty one and a quarter. Your blocks were down three and three quarter cent to a dollar eighty and three quarters. Your double A grade butter was up three and a half cent to two ninety three and a half. And your class three futures for January up four to twenty twenty nine. February, put your earmuffs on, down thirty two to twenty fifty four. March up six to twenty one seventy five. April up six to twenty one fifty three. May down four to twenty one twelve. And the markets were mixed through 2022. Looking at the country elevators in the area, we've got Golden Plump in Arcadia's at 555 for corn. Baldwin, Durand, and Elmwood are at 553 for corn, 1349 for beans. Mondovi's at 553 and 1339. Ball Creek is at 553, 1329. Osseo's at 563 for corn, 1339 for beans. Stevens Point is at 1333 for beans. Elk Mound is at 561 and 1344. Sparta's at 567 and 1337. Ellsworth is at 541 for corn and 1329 for beans. And Dummer's Grain Markets and Buck Country Grain are at 558 for corn and 1335 for beans. Ethanol plants in the area are at 594 in Voiceville. Stanley's at 581. New Richmond is at 575. And that's a look at our morning markets. And we've got our alfalfa program coming up right now with Bob. 
Once again this morning on our Next Grow Alfalfa update program, Randy Welch, who works with Winfield Genetics and Next Grow Alfalfa, is our guest. Randy, of course, does a lot of work on farms in the Midwest, Minnesota, here in Wisconsin, and out east as well. And Randy is always one keeping his eye on the ball, and we asked him about what's going on in the labs and in the research fields, Randy. As far as new genetics, we got some exciting things to look forward to? New genetics are really exciting in alfalfa, and uh, we want to talk about two uh, additions to our alfalfa pest profile, which would be a phanomyces root rot race 3, or race EMP as we like to call it, this enhanced multi-pathogen of phanomyces, and then the other would be anthracnose race 5. And so our new products, Rebound AA, Megatron AA, uh, Gunner AA, and Legendary AA, the AA stands for phanomyces and anthracnose. And those additional disease uh, resistances mean that we can get more yield, uh, more stand longevity out of our newer alfalfa varieties. One thing farmers have told us over the years as I've worked with this crop is that alfalfa yields, we can see differences in these varieties. And uh, one of my general statements have been if farmers don't see differences in these new varieties, they're not looking. And when you compare these side by side with the new varieties, with the old varieties, it can make a huge difference in your, in your alfalfa yield. I think as I talk to growers across the state of Wisconsin this last year, it's unbelievable how these varieties produce this year and how much feed we have on these better varieties. What are the differences we should be seeing and looking at in these new varieties? Yeah, so the new varieties are going to be, the stands are going to be denser, you're going to have more plants per square foot, and the plants are going to be more robust, and they're going to ultimately give us more yield. So uh, it's a yield thing, and then with the Harvextra trait, it'll be a quality, an additional quality. So if you combine Harvextra uh, with better disease resistance, we have tremendous opportunity to increase our alfalfa yields. With these new genetics, management, agronomic management, any difference? Does it change or give us a little bit more flexibility with cutting schedules? What else do they offer? Well, a couple of really important things in that question is that uh, Harvextra is going to allow us, that trait is going to allow us to cut alfalfa over a longer harvest period. And so we'd really like to start to talk, talk think about cutting alfalfa at a uh, slightly later uh, longer frequency. Rather than cutting alfalfa the traditional 25 to 28 day sequencing, we'd like to m- maybe have farmers think about cutting alfalfa at 30 to 32 days. And what the extra trait will allow us to do is have equal quality and higher forage yield by cutting that alfalfa a little bit later. So it's really an exciting technology from that standpoint. Does it require different fertilization, not only amounts, timing? What do these new traits change, if anything? The, the, the only thing that changes in the trait Uh, for a grower is the harvesting sequence. The fertility of the pounds of nutrients removed per acre would still be the same based upon the amount of dry matter that's removed. So nothing really changes in the uh, fertility requirement. Uh, The only thing that would be changing would be the, uh, the cutting frequency. New genetics, exciting new things in alfalfa. A very important crop in Wisconsin, obviously. Randy Welch with us once again. Randy with Winfield Genetics and uh, Next Grow Alfalfa works the Midwest and Eastern United States talking to farmers about improving their forage and alfalfa stands on our Next Grow Alfalfa update program. Thanks so much, Bob. And he's having fun in Hawaii from what I've been hearing about. But, you know, we're not in that tropical paradise area. We are in Wisconsin. Looking at a high of 12 degrees today, partly cloudy day. Tonight's going to get cool, negative 13. Tomorrow, as they said earlier, we're going to struggle to get up to zero, but mostly sunny. Tomorrow night, Tuesday night, negative 20 degrees. Wednesday will warm up to 14, partly cloudy, and then cold again Wednesday night. And right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area, we're at 8 degrees. (laughs) I love
It's so friendly, and the teaching is great. It's my home away from home. Not only does my body feel amazing, my mind feels lighter. The welcoming atmosphere. It's like my calm amongst all the crazy. It's great. I feel welcomed. I really love the yoga room. We love the yoga room! I love the showers. They're so refreshing. It just makes me happy. The physical part, it's just a benefit. Very happy. Exuberatingly happy. I feel great. The people. It makes me feel like home. It's my happy place. For me personally, it just gave me a mindfulness and peacefulness. It's not intimidating and tons of classes and styles to choose from. We love the <laughs> it's my happy place. Join today and change your life. 80 classes a week and 30 days for $39. The Yoga Room EC.com. The Yoga Room EC.com. We love the Yoga Room. Woo! Wax 104.5.